I've waited a long time to look after Sally Lucas and talking travel. What do I always ask you in the hallway, Sally, before you come in? What are we going to talk about today, Sally? Uh, I always say, like, where, where are we going to go today? Where, where are we going today? And we're going to ask you, where are we going today? We are going to Star Clippers, which is a wonderful sailing vessel that cruises around the uh, Indonesian islands and also the Caribbean and also the Mediterranean. That sounds great. And you've brought a guest with you as well this week. Yes, Roger. Roger Condon. He's the sales manager for Star Clippers. Very fortunate to have Roger Condon with me today, who's the sales manager for Star Clippers. And everyone's probably going to say, and who are Star Clippers? Well, he's going to inform us all about them, aren't you, Rog? Absolutely, I am. And thank you for the invitation to join you, Sally. That's not a problem. Oh, Star Clippers is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's basically what I call a bit of a detour from conventional cruising, something quite different. We're a, a fleet of three tall ships. Uh, we're actual replicas of earlier Clipper ships from the early 1900s. Uh, we're a lot larger, perhaps, than what your uh, listeners may be uh, thinking mm-hmm. as well. I think when you think a sailing holiday, you think of the Whit Sundays and a, a small sailing boat that takes uh, maybe six or six eight or couples. Eight. Yeah, yes. uh, but in fact, uh, our smallest vessel takes 170 guests, and we're building a brand new clipper ship at the moment that's going to be taking 300 guests on board. So we're in fact very, very impressive in the water. Very impressive, and also I think it's such a, a fantastic way to enjoy ocean cruising because of the fact that you're under sail. I mean, you're under engine as well, I understand that, but the fact that you've got those beautiful, you know, square rig sails sitting up there. And you also do some wonderful yoga classes on board, oh, I do. believe, too. We do. So we you have imagine some waking up of a morning, you know, yes, doing you, a bit of yoga on you deck. You can keep fit. So uh, certainly uh, that, that old joke that you go on as passenger and come off as cargo uh, doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> We've got uh, gym facilities and yoga and so on. So there's actually a lot of activities and it's very nautical based on board our ships as well. And our current largest ship, the Royal Clipper, uh, she's absolutely beautiful. She is in the Guinness Book of Records. She's currently the largest fully square rigged ship in the world. She's the only five-mastered ship. Uh, and she has a lot of activities on board, 227 guests, and she's something very, very special indeed. And you're actually under uh, around 5,000 square metres of canvas, under 42 sails. She is a very spectacular lady. Just just having a look through the the brochures, and I know the listener can't see this, but the ships look absolutely spectacular. Mm. under those sails. What are some of the other activities that you've got on board? Well, of course, you know, we are smaller ships. We're not one of those big mass no. ships. We are something a little bit different. So we do have entertainment on board. It's scaled down, of course. The crew put on a great show. Uh, we do music and general trivia nights. Uh, we also bring local entertainment on board. The captain every morning does a 10am, a little bit of a watery tale, he tells all the passengers on board. <laughs> uh, we even do things like nautic- uh, knot tying and things like that, just so you can... <laughs> go home like a real sailor so yeah we have lots of stuff going on but in fact probably one of the best things about uh, about star clippers is almost every one of our itineraries you're in port every single day so it is about immersion in the destination it certainly is and i think that's a very important thing because on normal ocean cruising you can often be at sea for amount of days before you even see terra firma again so i think this is a wonderful way and of course some of the areas you cruise are fantastic as well so not only do we have these beautiful mastered vessels you're sailing to unique destinations as well that sometimes the larger vessels won't be going near because of their size that's so, absolutely you correct know, you're, you're getting to these wonderful as you say the archipelago in indonesia or you know some of your wonderful islands in the caribbean or the mediterranean so it's quite a range that you're doing even though you've only got what three vessels and one on 
coming on board. That's right, one come on the way. On the way. So, you know, it's really quite fantastic. The other thing I like about your brochure, if I can just say this to the listeners if they ever want to grab hold of a copy, is the use of um, a poem by John Maysfield called Sea Fever. And it, it's the most wonderful poem if you ever want to Google it and get the whole um, poem. But just some of it, like here, is he says, I must go down to the seas again to the lonely sea and the sky and all I ask is a tall ship and a star to steer her by. It's just some of the most beautiful lines in poetry that you can ever have, and I love the use of it throughout here because it's so relevant to I the agree. style of sailing that you do. So, you know, I, I just think, I can't wait. When are you going to have me on board? <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> and we're going to go back to Indonesia because this is quite a new destination for Star Clippers, and I think it would be interesting to talk about some of these wonderful places that you're visiting here, Rog, because I don't I don't have ever think I've ever seen like some of the islands included in other cruise itineraries before. Absolutely. So some of this is quite unique, isn't it? Correct, and that's what yeah. makes it so special. Uh, particularly, we've just placed the Star Clipper permanently in Southeast Asia for the next two years at least, and during our summertime, she's up on the west coast of Thailand and Malaysia, but importantly, it's mm -hmm. during Australia's winter when we all want to take that little winter's getaway just mm. somewhere close by. Uh, we have a five-month season of the ship doing round-trip cruises out of Bali, and these particular itineraries are incredible in terms of they're really seldomly visited areas that we're going to mm. going to the uninhabited Geely Islands they're written up for their diving and snorkeling some of the yes. best in the world we of course go to Komodo to see those dragons and just north of Komodo National Park we're going to one of only six pink sand beaches in the world and some of the smaller communities and cultural centres as well. Yeah well it looks absolutely wonderful just looking at the maps and where they're going to hear of the brochure of course so if you can grab hold of a brochure as I said before to our listeners look you'll see some very interesting itineraries in here and it'll give you a lot of information about the actual clippers themselves and how the whole company started with the gentleman that, that decided he wanted to introduce that's right mr michael Croft. yes back, back into people's you know imagination i suppose that we'd forgotten about from days gone by everyone's gone for the big ships that look like floating mm -hmm. uh, and it's casinos. only through his imagination that we have these yeah. magnificent ships in the waters today yeah, and, and thank God that we have because I just think it's wonderful. Some of the scenery here, like you're looking in the brochure here, as I am with Roger at the moment, like you look at the clarity of the water for diving and etc. And, you know, the, the famous, of course, volcanoes that Indonesia Mount Bromo, has. Yes, absolutely spectacular. Um, waterfall, we've got waterfalls, we've got temples. I mean, it's got such a range of diversity. And I think one of the important things when we think of <coughs> Indonesia and a holiday destination, we only ever think of Bali. And I in know. fact, the Indonesian archipelago is a collection of thousands of islands and they're mm. absolutely spectacular. Crystal clear waters, beautiful beaches, very tropical areas. It's stunning and most people pass by it. Know, is it simply yes. because the ships just apart from what you're doing now, are just too big to get to some of these areas or are they just truly untapped idyllic locations they, waiting for you? They really are untapped idyllic locations in terms of big ships. There's no facilities for them mm. in most of the places around Indonesia. So you are going to find that because of the size of our ships, we can get into these secluded bays. As I said, some of the islands we go to are completely uninhabited, but they have gorgeous mm. sugar white beaches. And we include all of our water sports on our ships. So we mm. all the ships carry their own kayak 
kayaks and lasers and windsurfers and boats for uh, uh, water skiing. It's mm. it's incredible. And what a perfect location. Sally, yes. that sounds like the place for me, an uninhabited <laughs> island. What do you think? Yeah, I think we could send you there. Uh, <laughs> and maybe a one-way ticket, huh? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I get, I get off the ship. I get off the ship, and there's the ship in the background. It's going off somewhere else. Thank that, you, that thank you, Sally. Actually, happened to my husband once. Though he was sure he found his way back on Antarctica. And they woke up during the night or something and the ship wasn't there anymore and they thought the ship had gone. <laughs> but the, an iceberg was getting a bit closer. The captain had to move the ship, but he was having a bit of a panic. <laughs> well, so, I've, no, I've we worked on ships for 14 years and I've got some stories if we had more time about certain oh, things that happened. Look, but uh, come yeah, on, very exciting. Give, give us one. There's a small one, surely. Oh, just a very small one was, uh, yes, the ship did have to move once on a tender mm. port in Hawaii and uh, our tour got back to port and there was no ship. It had already gone to Honolulu from Maui. <laughs> Uh, so we had to charter a flight from Maui for all 300 oh, guests to rejoin the vessel. Oh and you can imagine they weren't very patient at the time. So it was uh, a very, very stressful situation. Yeah, their patience out the window along with the profit from that particular cruise, I'd imagine, gone too. <laughs> yeah, possibly, because it was a nice se- a 7.37, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, were, as you say, there's lots of stories that won't leave um, this room and <laughs> won't go any further, I think. I could tell a few as well about some of the cruisy experiences I've had, but no, I won't go there. But yes, getting back to this, so we've talked about Indonesia, but then just briefly again, we do you do go, of course, as we've mentioned, to the Mediterranean, and then both east and west? Yes, the east mm, and the west. In fact, Med- that's our mainstay, Sally. Yes, it's, yeah. it's really is our home ground, our home our home office is in Monaco. Uh, what a beautiful place to have a home office mm, uh, with tough. the prince. Are, are you uh, looking for more staff? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're always looking for new crew members. There we go. Uh, so if you could do the rigging, that, that's just fine, uh, which is fantastic. No no, 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 not a good idea. Not a good idea. But no, we're in the Mediterranean yes. for the whole European season with two of our ships. Yes. So we do the Greek Isles, the Adriatic, Croatia, Venice, right through to Cannes and the French Riviera and Sardinia, Corsica, all around there, the Amalfi Coast. Absolutely yeah. stunning. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. I mean, I think anyone who has not done a star clipper should aim to do one because I think it would leave you with a whole different um, opinion of cruising. I think so and we are something quite, it's cruising with a twist something quite different. It is, it's unique as you say in in the marketplace. Absolutely. So, Well Rog, I think we've had a great time chatting away today and thank you so much for coming on board and, uh, pun Um, (laughs) sorry. Thank you Sally for having me, it's been great being on board. You've been paying attention to some of the others, they (laughs) throw those puns in there, you're very good Sally. Sorry I can't help it, yeah, it, it just goes with the job. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much getting ready to wrap up with Talking Travel. Now, Sally, we could not let you walk out the door with bringing forward some of those hot deals out there in the marketplace, could we? No, you could not indeed, Mark. And we'll start off with Star Clippers because we've been talking with There's Roger a surprise. Today. There's a surprise. <laughs> so for these unique sailing adventures, they've got some great discounts still available if you can avail yourself of them. There's an early bird discount up until the 30th of April where you can save up to 35% off a range of cruises. Uh, Southern Thailand for seven nights, Phuket to Singapore, seven nights. Um, there's one doing Cuba from Havana to Cienfuegos. And I mean, all around that area, of Cuba is just absolutely fascinating and to get there now by air is still producing difficulties 
and visas and so on. So to do it like this with a cruise vessel is a much nicer way to do it because it's a lot easier for you and you still get wonderful time in ports. So is it fantastic. too much? Is it too much of a question to ask what the difficulties are for doing it by air? What's the holder? Well, you still can't fly in there directly, even though they're saying there are flights going in. For us from Australia, you've still got to go via somewhere else to get there. Mm. So it's still proving a problem, and visas are not easy to obtain. Um, there are some airlines in the States, I think JetBlue might be the only one who organises to get the visa on your behalf. But certainly by sailing, mm-hmm. this is a, a lot easier way for you to visit that part of the world anyway. Um, now, they've also got another discount, which is up until the 31st of May, where you can get up to an $800 air credit on a range of cruises. Again, there's one in Indonesia for seven nights, the Southern Cyclades in Greece for seven nights, Corsica and the French Riviera, um, and also there's various other different departures, and they're off the published price. So if you pick up a, a flyer with the price, it, the $800 will come off that particular price. Um, Asia, seeing we're in the Asia region as well, region, sorry, this is a, a nice holiday that's going to the Maldives with Singapore Airlines, and you're staying at the Sentara Raz Fushi Resort and Spa, which is a four-star property. So as I said, five nights accommodation, return airfares with Singapore Airlines, you get your speedboat transfer from the airport to your to the island and you get what they call half-board meal, which means you get breakfast and one other meal per day of your choice, whether it's lunch or dinner. And that starts ex-Sydney from under $3,000, which is quite a good value for money for going to somewhere like the Maldives. In Australia, in our own little part of the world, um, there's a unique uh, rail journey happening with the Indian Pacific. So Great Southern Rail, for the first time ever, is going to present special gourmet departures aboard the Indian Pacific. Now, um, spaces are strictly limited on this. Adelaide to Perth is departing on the 1st of June. It's just a three-day, two-night, so it's only out of Adelaide they're doing this, not all the way from Sydney. Um, so you can fly to Adelaide and pick it up from there, or if you were driving, you could certainly even mm. even drive. So these are just really focusing on wine and food on board. And the food on board is fantastic anyway. I mean, I, I did it myself 18 months ago, and the food on the Indian Pacific is fantastic. Can you remember some of the nice meals that were there? No, I can't off the top of my head, but mm. I just remember they were quality. Like, it, was, mm. it wasn't, it was you know, three-star food. It was definitely mm. at least four-star food. Um, and they've also got another departure coming back the other way on the 4th of June. So you can do one way or the other, or, gosh, if you were really into the gourmet mm. food and wine, you could do a return, couldn't you? That Why not? Like, that sounds like a plan, Sally. And let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Fantastic. We've just had Anzac Day, I know, and it seems a bit silly to be talking about it for next year already, but spaces will be extremely limited across the board next year because of the fact that it's the 100 years since it fin- the war finished. So they were saying now to get in really early, you can register with a whole range of different companies to do the 2018. And honestly, there's some beautiful itineraries. And once you're there... I haven't done all of the obvious areas, but I have done the Somme. And it is the most sombering thing I think I've ever done. Um, you know, Villa Bretonneuve, Amiens, Posier. And we went there on a day when it was drizzling with rain and freezing cold. But I was, you know, clad accordingly. I had a raincoat. I had an umbrella. I just had goosebumps on my goosebumps the whole time I was there. When you think of what those men had to endure and suffer in the most atrocious conditions and you see it now all green all beautiful albeit with thousands and thousands of cemeteries and names and you just you just can't i've got goosebumps now just thinking about it but it is i think something that is an important thing to do if you're in that area and 
if you are thinking of it for next year, though, whether it be in the SOM or Gallipoli, I'm sure either way, we'll, we'll book out very, very early. So just keep in mind that, to try and register as soon as you can for those Anzac tours for next year. I see one more over there, Sally. I see another early bird discount on I the table. Have. What's now, going this is, on? This is on another cruise. It's not on Roger's company's cruise, but for those people who still want to do the larger ship cruising, uh, Celestial Cruises have got a 25% early bird discount on their Aegean cruise itineraries, and there you can book right up till 30th November on a range of their cruises as well. So that just gives people a different option if that's what they prefer. Certainly something for everybody, particularly if you want to go on a uh, cruise Yes, particularly if you want to go on a cruise. <laughs> there's lots of great cruising options, and that was only just a couple we've mentioned on yeah, today, but there's certainly a whole range of different cruise ships to suit everybody's appetite. And Sally, you'll be back next week to do it all again for Talking Travel. I certainly will. And uh, you can catch it on a podcast later on this afternoon at 2NURFM. Greg Richard in shortly with more of your easy listening favourites. That's Talking Travel with Sally Lucas. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>